there, welcome back. I'm Karen Hall, your host of the Hero Within podcast. I'm passionate about sharing inspiring true stories of unsung heroes who've overcome some of life's most challenging adversities. Come along with me and learn how you too can find hope and healing to return to love. If you haven't listened to Monday's episode yet, click the link in the show notes to hear Catherine Wilson share her despair and confusion. Why wasn't God delivering her and her husband from his heroin addiction? My heart ached for Catherine when she said that after years of prayers, one day she and her husband attended a special church service together, and she prayed the Lord would move her husband to change. Catherine said, I remember we were sitting near the front of the church, and it was at the end of the service, and nothing had happened. And I remember just sobbing and being like, God, where are you? Why aren't you delivering? I stopped praying, deliver him. I started praying, deliver us, because the two become one flesh. I said, deliver us from this. Deliver us. Help us. And he didn't do it. I just remember being devastated just so disappointed that God didn't move in the way that I wanted him to. Catherine said to God, why aren't you doing anything? Like if you're God, the God I know can do anything. He can move mountains. He can save people. He can heal people. He can deliver people. Why not for me? Why not now? We cry out to God and we wonder what to do when our prayers go unanswered. Like Catherine I remember crying out to God, knowing fully that He was able to answer my prayers, but He did not answer my prayers as I had hoped. I remember reading in Psalms 147.3, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. I knew that He healed the blind, He had made the lame to walk, and He had performed numerous miracles. I thought, I would love to have a miracle, but I had more to learn about waiting, and about waiting on the Lord. In Acts chapter 3, we learn about a beggar who was born lame and who lay at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. He had spent 40 years wanting and waiting, and he was dependent on others. We read that Jesus came, quote, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Wouldn't that just be so incredible to have waited for 40 years and to finally have the answer that you had been hoping for? What are you waiting for? Like the lame, we may be waiting to be healed physically, or we may be waiting to be healed emotionally. We may be waiting for answers to questions that we have. Or one of our loved ones may be waiting for one of these miracles in their life. We are all waiting for a miracle at some point in our life. We often feel like the lame beggar, waiting and waiting upon the Lord for our prayers to be answered. Have you ever waited upon the Lord? What's the difference between waiting and waiting on the Lord? I would say waiting might be impatiently pacing up and down the cell of our situation And waiting on the Lord might include waiting patiently while enduring well and trusting the Lord in our situation. I think that it has a lot to do with our faith, which impacts our mindset while we wait. 
Most of us go back and forth between waiting patiently upon the Lord and waiting impatiently, thinking our own plan and our timing are best. I have felt like the lame beggar, praying and praying, waiting and waiting upon the Lord. It's during these trying times that I have felt broken. I have felt confused, and I have wondered like Catherine, why isn't God answering my prayers? It's not like I'm praying for a million dollars. I was praying for a righteous desire. And in my waiting, I have cried out to God for relief from the pain of my situation. I have wrestled with God, and even after I have surrendered to Him, I have still had moments of weakness when I have needed divine help, and I have asked Him to enable me to be able to trust Him more fully. We may cry out to God and feel abandoned when the heavens are silent. Waiting may become a place where spiritual perseverance requires us to use our spiritual faith muscles by consciously choosing to believe that God knows what is best and that He has a plan. I remember when my soft spiritual muscles were growing as the Lord enabled me to exercise my spiritual muscles of faith. I wondered why my prayers hadn't been answered, and I went to the scriptures. I read Matthew 7, verse 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. I thought, I'm knocking, I'm knocking, I'm asking, and I'm seeking. But it still isn't being given to me. But then I continue to read in verse 9. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Oh, the Spirit whispered to my heart that God loved me, and he had a plan for me. He would not force his will on others but would respect their agency. And he let me know that he would not give me a stone when I was asking for bread. He knew my needs, and he would take care of me and meet my every need. I learned bit by bit to trust him each step of the way. You know, it takes incredible trust to wait upon the Lord. Part of the blessing of waiting is that it provides an environment in which we are given an opportunity to grow in faith. If we were blessed with an immediate answer every time we prayed, we would not develop any faith. We would pray, snap our fingers, and know that it would happen immediately. But when we don't know, we have to use faith to trust God. It is as if we are taking each step into the darkness. One of the first scriptures I memorized as a girl was Psalms 3-5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Oh, it just gives me comfort when I read that. I just love that verse. And little did I know then as a girl that this was to be a theme for my life. My waiting upon the Lord has become a sacred place where I have been refined, like the refining of silver, and where I have become acquainted with the Lord in my extremity. In this way, my brokenness is beautiful. You know, my trials didn't end. I wasn't delivered in the way I had hoped, but I was delivered from fear 
and I was given peace. I was also delivered from bitterness because the Lord enabled me to trust Him. And as the Lord enabled me to trust Him, I have been delivered time and time again and spared so much heartache. I have seen the hand of God in my life over and over, and I have been blessed with so much joy as I celebrate these miracles. The greatest miracle of all is that I know that God hears my prayers, that He's mindful of me and cares about me. He continues to answer my prayers today according to His plan for me, and He strengthens my faith. Instead of worrying and fretting about the way we are delivered, we should focus more on the Deliverer. I know that God cares about you. When you ask for bread, He will not give you a stone. Keep asking, keep seeking Jesus, and He will bless you. Thanks so much for joining us today. I am so blessed to share my thoughts with you. You might wonder, how does that bless me? Well, when I share my thoughts, I reflect back on my life and on my journey to know God. And I remember how He helped my faith grow and enabled me to trust Him. I celebrate the many miracles that I've experienced. So thank you for blessing me. I'd love to hear your thoughts in a review on Apple. And you're welcome to email me at karenhallcoaching at gmail.com with any thoughts or questions. If something resonated with you, I hope you'll share this episode with others. And looking ahead, you're going to be amazed when you hear Monday's episode as Ashley Terry shares how she had a stroke that completely debilitated her. She had to relearn how to eat and walk and take care of herself, all while caring for five young children. Yet she became acquainted with God in her extremity. You won't want to miss it. Oh, one last thing before I go. Thank you for your reviews. They mean so much to me. I heard that it's a little too lengthy to read all the reviews like I did last week. So even though I'm personally reading every word that you write in your reviews, I'll just share a few of those here today. Jenny wrote, Love the real stories and how Karen reflects on the lessons learned. Love the reminder of how our perception is our reality. No matter what we go through, we can rely on our faith to get us through. With God, all things are possible. And the reminder went in a struggle, asking, what would love do? Mindy wrote, I really loved listening to Karen's podcast and especially appreciated her insights. She comes from a genuine and heartfelt place that made me comfortable and want to hear more. I look forward to new episodes. Thank you, Karen, for bringing positivity and spirituality into a healthy discussion where I left inspired to be better. And L. Brand Realtor wrote, Karen has a unique way of lifting us toward a brightness of hope and joy. Her guests help us realize that we can overcome our trials and find joy along our life's journey. Karen brings her gentle and loving heart to each interview and brings peace to our souls. Thanks again, guys. I'm wishing you lots of love on your own hero's journey. <music>